What's good? What's happening, everybody? You already know who this is. And it's definitely your favorite show for child. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shark coming back at you once again at the PEG Podcast, Positive Energy Generation. Yo, we out here bringing unity, bringing in everybody around the world, letting them know that, look, you're not alone. If you think so, you're not. And look, you already know we're hot. We're firing up with the artists of the week. And I had to bring my girl, Chi Chi. Anu onto the vibe because she's a vibe herself, man. She sings opera and why not mix it up with a little flavor? We got all type of cultures coming in, showing you artists of the week, letting you know who they are. And look, I couldn't I can skip opera, man. I can't skip it. It's all music. I love opera. If you don't like it, that's all right. All music is not made for everybody. But look, come and tap in with us with Chi Chi Anu on the PEG podcast how you doing i'm good i'm good hi everybody hi yeah. so happy to be here and thank you for not skipping opera thank you no <laughs> i can't man i love it i actually love it i grew up oh, in my cousin he went to school and he did it in college and i think he's still pursuing today so it's it's not easy i did i did choir um i, I did uh, mississippi state mass choir and they did a little bit of opera in different languages inside nice. So just understanding music and uh, the different type of tones and how you say it in a different language and it means different things, I understand. So I actually listen to opera. I like it. I, I would love to go to, I want to go to one on live one day. Yes. I think yes, that'd be yes. dope. Yes, that'd totally. Please do. Please do. And things are opening back up with the pandemic. So yes, mm. yes, definitely. Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely glad to go and check that out. But hey, look, Chi Chi. Let everybody know who are you. If they have not tapped into your song, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a chance to um, debut it because it was featured on Artists of the Week. You can still tap into it always on the PEG podcast. Go look up Chi Chi Anu. Look, she's out there. She's making a way, and that voice of hers is powerful, y'all. It's crazy. Thank it's you. It's crazy. Thank yeah, you so, so much. No, no, thank you for sharing. Let's let's actually dive into it. I want people to get to know who you are from a standpoint of just when you see Chi Chi Anu. So let everybody know who you are and let us know about the song that you picked for Artist of the Week. Sure, sure. Okay, so Chi Chi Anu. Um, so yes, um, as I was telling you, Shar, I am an immigrant. I'm originally from Nigeria and I moved to the U.S. in 94. Um, and that's really where I started taking voice lessons and fell in love with opera and classical music. Um, even though I listened to some classical music growing up, and as in who I am, I'm, you know, I'm silly. I'm silly. I'm a lot of fun. <laughs> That's pretty much me. I'm, I smile a lot. Um, I'm certainly not the serious opera singer. And that's kind of my brand. My brand is like, opera is for everybody. It's for everybody. Classical music, yeah. is, music is for everybody. It's not as scary as it may, may appear. Um, it can be really fun because classical music and opera, they talk about life stuff, love, yeah. anger, jealousy, you know, joy, all the things that we all experience every day. So it's just another form of music. And I really want to help it be more accessible to people. So, um, so that's part of me. And that's, you know, and I'm also just really fun. And I don't like to take life too seriously. I'm a Gemini, you know, I'm like six different people. So, <laughs> you know, they would say, oh, it's Gemini. I'm a Gemini. I claim it would, you know. So, you gotta yeah. Own it. yeah. Um, and as for the song I picked, so I picked Quando Menvo. That's in Italian. It's an aria from the 
opera, La Boheme. And La Boheme, it's an opera that was written by uh, Giacomo Puccini, um, composed by Giacomo Puccini. And so I play this character named Musetta. And Musetta, <laughs> I like her because in, in the aria, she sees her occasional boyfriend. You know, Musetta, Musetta gets around, okay? Right. <laughs> she gets around. So she sees her occasional boyfriend, Marcello. And at this point in the opera, Musetta is actually with another guy. She's with another guy. Mm. She sees Marcello. And this guy, she's with, he's old, but he's got money. And she's, you know, in her head, she's like, mm, she wants Marcello again. So she sings this song, Cuando Menvo, which translates to when I go or when I walk. And mm. it's, she sings in the art, like, Cuando me soleta per la via, like when I walk alone down the street, and then she says, people stop and stare at my beauty. Like she's basically yeah. saying, I'm hot. People stare at me, and it's awesome. <laughs> it <is laughs> so awesome. She sings, yeah. So she sings it trying to get Marcello's attention. It does work because they end up just going off, but um, they sort of get back together, and then it's a whole thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really a fun aria to sing, and it's beautiful. So yeah. So I picked that. Who was the creator of that um, uh, the song? So it's uh, the composer is Giacomo Puccini. Yes. But, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That, yes, I, yes. I like um, I like classical music. I like um, like I said, opera was not, not a thing for me um, to to even listen to because I actually like the storylines behind it. Honestly, if you don't really tap into the storylines before even listening to it. It's like you will, you will probably be lost in what it's about. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's some people, but I just like the different ranges that um, opera voices can go because mm -hmm. they go really, really high ranges. And I'm like, that's so crazy to be holding it that long. Yeah, we got to have some strength, and that's a lot of practice. So like, and they have a, like, they, I like to call them powerhouses because mm -hmm. they all sing from from the diaphragm, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and that's hard it. to teach. Yeah, yes, I, yes. I sing. I you sing. Love I, it. Look, I love it. I sing, right? And I'm an artist myself. I actually been singing since I was five. My auntie taught me the difference between singing from your diaphragm and singing from your nose. It's, it's a difference. You actually can hear the difference. Yeah. The windiness. And you can also tell someone to sing from your diaphragm because they don't take as many breaths, right? Mm -hmm. They they take that breath in between the pause before they go to the next transition. Yeah. I know. Yeah. No. See, I know. I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's just the craziness of just being able to hear you like they're doing that with their voice. Ah, oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Make it echoes too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the um the acoustics and if you're in a, like a really nice hall, like some of the um the big halls, they actually create it so that like voice the voice can like ping off the hall, mm -hmm. so it really echoes and fills the room because opera singers and you know people who are classically trained. We don't necessarily sing with a microphone like some people do here and there but the training is to enable you not to sing with a microphone to sing usually over an orchestra you know mm -hmm. um, and so it does take yeah. a lot of training and like you said we use our diaphragm and really it's our whole body like the vocal cords are like these two tiny things so we really the sound and the power is our body which is why, you know, it's a good idea for opera singers to exercise and build strength, you know, um, because we need our core, our abs, the diaphragm, yeah. all of it, lung capacity. So all these things, you know, and stay healthy, eat well, get rest, drink water. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, the training. That's the, yeah, that's crazy. And I, like you said, you're, you're trying to use your voice, not a mic. Mm -hmm. So just 
what is it called? Uh, the, the way you do the different right, just crescendoing. Yeah, mm -hmm. like crescendo, get louder. Mm -hmm. Decrescendo is get softer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember a little bit. Uh, yeah, he, was, he was definitely, a, uh, he taught me a lot because I didn't know how to read music. When I went into it, I actually, uh, I don't really remember. Oh, yeah, I, I found out they was having a, um, uh, what you call, a tryout. And I went and I went and told them straight up, I, I can't read music, but I know you guys do. Um, um, they did different languages and I heard them sing. Some of them, they did sing opera at one event. So I thought that was really dope. They included different styles of singing in the choir. So um, I was in college, so I was like, you know what? If I get it, I can get a scholarship, so it's really dope. So I went and tried and he was like, you can't read music. I cannot read music. He was a dreadhead guy and I never remember it. <laughs> And he was like, let me hear you sing a song. And I sung it the, the way I knew in church. And then he had me to try to sing different ranges. You know, he'll, 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 he'll do a range and then I have to copy him. And then the way I was able to carry my voice without even knowing the different names, like crescendoing, or like you said, um, the decrescendo, de like knowing the different things like that, I did not know. He took his time after school. I had to be there for an hour after after practice every day, after all that, wow. I had to be an hour to read music. He taught me how to read music, That's you know? Um, and um, he would tell me. This was your choir director? This was my choir director. Yeah, it was at wow. college and most of the time the slots at uh, Mississippi State, a lot of times the slots are already taken with like, people already do scholarships for it, but I just saw they were doing tryouts and I wanted to sing. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I just want to know different things because my cousin, I said, I told you before, he does opera and sings in different languages and I always thought that was cool. Very you know, he didn't, he never needed a mic. He is loud mouth. <laughs> he does not need a mic. Yeah. And he's very, I find people like that very comfortable in who they are. You know, they carry this stuff with, with so much light. And so it, it inspired me, you know, him being in choir, it inspired me because I didn't have that in my school. So I went and I just was honest about it. And he, he really liked me. He was like, yeah, let's let's do it. And he was like, I'm not going to play though. And he was he was on me. And when we did um, when we did concerts, just to hear the mass of it and being wow. a part of it was so dope. It was totally. so dope. Let me, yeah, let me see music in a whole different way. You know, he made me feel music and feel the, um, the beat of the music in a whole different way than just listening to it. So that was, yeah. that was fire. I love opera, oh, tell you. I, I can't it. pronounce it. I can't <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> it's all good, it's all, look, we learn. It's not like I was born pronouncing this stuff. I learned, you know? <laughs> Like when you take, um, so when you, um, I went back, so my story is that I went back to school to get a second bachelor's degree in um, vocal performance. And, you know, in addition to a language class, I think I took German, but there are also diction classes where you learn how to pronounce. So I took, you know, I think I took Italian diction and I think German and French diction. So you, we learn how to pronounce these things so that, you know, because it's not, these are not my native language. They're not my, it's not my native language. So we learn. So yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. What's, well, when, when did you um, started to actually take opera singing like so serious? Yeah, well, so that's a really good question. So so when I moved to the U.S. in 94, I went to a boarding school and I met this, you know, I don't remember this, but my friends told me that I was trying to decide between piano, which I was comfortable with. I took some piano when I was younger and mm -hmm. singing. Um, and they're like, you should take voice. I was like, okay. You know, I always would sing for fun. You know, I, I'm a loud mouth. So I would always sing loudly, you know, for my parents and for myself and 
you know, they probably just tolerated me. <laughs> but I would always like sing for fun. And and then um, I started taking voice lessons and the teacher was like, oh, you have a good voice for opera, you should try. And I knew about classical music, but not really opera. And so she encouraged me to go to, it was the Tanglewood Young Artist Vocal Program in Lenox, Massachusetts. This was years ago. This was 96. I'm old. I claim it. I'm old. You know, hey, that's <laughs> I claim okay. it. But, that's um, okay. So it was 96. And uh, I, uh, that's where I really fell in love. I saw this, this amazing opera singer. Um, her name is Jessie Norman. And she's a, she's a um, black opera singer. And she, you know, she passed away re fairly recently. Well, not recently, but she passed away. But she was the person that really started it for me. I saw her. You know, she was like, you know, we had the same skin color and she was just larger than life. And her voice yeah. was like, <gasps> you know, and then we got to meet her. I think I was 16 and we got to meet her and she was like, she talks like this. And she was just so like, who is this person? Oh my God. So I fell in love. You know, that was the summer of love with opera and classical music for me. And that's where the bug bit me and it did not let go. I don't think I really like even though it bit me, I don't think I really took it seriously. Like I was like, yeah. oh, you know, but then it was like, I started when I went to college, I started taking voice lessons, but I never had majored in music. My first college degree, I ended up going to law school, but in law school, when I should have been like, you know, doing journal, I was singing yeah. in operettas, you know, I went to Austria <laughs> to like do singing programs. And then finally I was like, I gotta go back to school. What am I doing? You know, I finally, I was so miserable. I, I was like, I want to be singing. So I went back to school to get a second bachelor's degree in vocal performance at University of Maryland. So, so yeah, it was That's kind dope. of like, yeah, the bug bit me really young, but it took me, there was a lot, there's been a lot of detours to get it together, <laughs> to get it together. So. Be like that sometimes. It'd be yeah, like it that sometimes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What, what, what would you say as far as like, out of your detour you just mentioned? Yeah, I did. What, what would be the hardest, the, what would you say, the most challenging detour that you had to take? Uh, what, a, what a great um, question. Um, one of the most challenging things is um, that caused me to detour. So it was like, you know, it was a combination of my own fears and mm. what I perceived to be family pressure, what I perceived to be, you know, who knows? Like I, there was some pressure, but I think I took it to a whole other, other level. You know, you know, I'm right. Nigerian, you know, there's certain things that I can do. Doctor, lawyer, you know, like opera yeah. singer is not one of them. And so I was like, I was in college and I wasn't, you know, I was like 18, 19, 20. Like I wasn't that 18, 19 or 20 old that like, you know how some of these young people have it together. They had a business from age 14. That was not me. I was like, I don't know. Like, you know, I was so afraid. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know, someone tell me what. So, um, so I was like, my brother was like, you like to argue. I do. Not, <laughs> she, yeah. So you should go to law school. And I was like, okay. Even though I never wanted to be a lawyer. Like, so I think it was dealing with my own fears and, you know, and my family, God bless them. They're not necessarily kind of people like, oh, let's sit down and talk about, you know, like, you know, they're yeah. Nigerians. It's very like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know? So, yeah. I, you know, I took all of that and I was like, I don't know. I was really insecure. So, so that it was really hard for me to like coming to my own. It's taking me years to come into my own as a person who is like, I'm a Nigerian. I'm gay. I'm an opera singer. I'm all of those things. 
mm-hmm. love me or leave me you know what yeah. i mean so so all of that and then of course coming out like it was all connected so mm-hmm. so you know it's, it's kind of a broad answer to your question but it was like me accepting myself as all parts of myself and then you know and then of course opera singing is so hard so I had years of training so and then money yeah. money money to pay for all this training so yeah yeah but that, that but that that who like you said make makes you who you are today though mm-hmm. right you said you're yeah bright person like all this energy all this life i feel like i like even through just the music that you're seeking the song that you picked like i, I even read it you know did the background I, you know and i was like this is crazy i would have never th- knew this girl was doing all this for this dude <laughs> if you know you, you have never i've never heard your song and i was like that's crazy her voice is powerful and you carry so much story behind it yourself like is there is there a way that you can write your own story or not You know, that is a very good question. I'm not somebody that considers myself a writer. Like I'm more, you know, I I edit much better than I write, but I certainly know that I have a story. So it's something that I would have to probably partner with somebody cuz it would be really cool. You know, it would be really yeah. cool. So, you know, anybody out there <laughs> that knows how to write opera libretto, you hit me up, you know, cuz I would certainly need to partner with somebody cuz I know that Definitely I have quite a bit of a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be dope to hear, like hear your yeah. story and music and how it come out with the sound and mm-hmm. hear the sounds harmonized. Like, yeah. yeah, that that'll be like that should be something you write down and be like this. This gonna be my next step and gotta yeah. bring the next next person to you that'll be able to write that. I yeah, feel, that's I, I claim that. So it's they're yeah. coming. They're Thank listening you. to it right now. They're listening to it right now and they're like, I'm gonna hear her up. I'm yes, hit right me now. up. I'm, I'm on Instagram at Chichienu. <laughs> yeah, you can go. Yeah. Go ahead and shout out your uh, social media. Right, right oh yeah, there. sure. So um, I'm on Instagram at Chichienu, but I also I have a few other accounts <laughs> because again, many things I'm into. So at Chichienu, and then at Operas for You. That's where I you see a lot of my silliness and opera, um, and mm. then also. At Africans in Opera, I'm the founder of At Africans in Opera, and where I highlight, you know, other people, um, Africans um, who are singing opera and classical music, and also instrumentalists. So at Africans in Opera, and then for those of you in the DC area, I also have a dog walking business at Chichi's Furry Friends because got to make that paper. So if you have a dog <laughs> or cat, and you're in the DC area, DMV area. Um, um, follow me, and you can follow me regardless. But at Chichi's furry friends, so I got four Instagram accounts, and I'm hey. on Facebook as well, and I'm on TikTok at Chichi Anu and at Operas for You, and YouTube. Shinwei yeah, Anu. Yeah, she's anywhere. <laughs> yes, anywhere. I got me and Clubhouse <laughs> and Chichi Anu and Clubhouse. Yes. Did, did the um when you said about your foundation um that you mentioned. Why was it so important making that foundation and making it for African, uh, not Africans, but Nigerians that um, wants to sing opera? You know, why was that so important to make that foundation? Well, it's um, well, it's actually not just Nigerians; it's Africans in general. Oh, okay. So um, I was yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. You did. It's Africans in it, and right now, and thank you for using the word foundation. We're not there yet, even though that is the plan. Um, right now, we're just on Instagram, but the whole goal is to make it a nonprofit. Well, you know. It, it, I just think about myself. Like, it's two two reasons. One, I think about myself when I was coming up, not seeing. You know, first of all, not only was I black, I'm African and I'm an immigrant, and I didn't see many Africans. I did got to get to see some black people, not that many, but some. 
you know, who sing, sing opera to classical music, but I didn't see many Africans. You know, now things are changing and they're actually quite a few. And I thought of like having just like a place where people could go to see them, for the, where the musicians could go to see each other and be encouraged, but also for other people to see, yeah, we do this too. We do this too, you know, yeah. um, you know, so, so there's that reason. And then the other reason is just to, you know, to um, support, to support um, Africans who are African musicians that are doing this, you know, and the goal is to be able to find ways to support them when I do turn it into a nonprofit, you know, financially and just with help because, you know, we, we it's like us helping us, you know, I cannot wait for a hand, I like it's us helping us, so we have to help each other. And then also just show the world, like, here we are, you know, we can take care of ourselves, you know, and we do this, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, a few reasons. Yeah. That's powerful. I yeah. think always being an example and um, being an impact for others, that yeah. just helps it be like a domino effect. But like energy. Totally. Totally. Yeah, energy is totally. transferable. So you're you're giving out good energy and encouraging people. Um, I kind of I kind of saw what you just said. Like um, I guess like a, a dance house. You know how you go to dance academies, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, they teach you how to do dance, and they mm-hmm. they link up with other artists and dancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that like that when you said um, your um, group. It could be like a, uh, a not only a foundation for, like you said, operas of Africans and Nigerians mm-hmm. and all over, mm-hmm. black people all over, but it'd be a yeah, musicians. Mm-hmm. You can add musicians to it that be mm-hmm. able to come in and add value onto the type of opera they want to be. Mm-hmm. That could, like you said, encourage people to be like, yeah, we're not alone, you know? I yeah. may thought I was different, but look, this is a group of people exactly. that's just like me. Exactly. So that's dope. That's exactly. really and, and what you said, you're right, you know, because I should mention, because I keep calling Africans in Opera because it's short, but the full name is Africans in Opera and Art Music because it's for instrumentalists as well. Like, you know, okay. African classical musicians who play piano, play, you know, um, violin, who, you know, in addition to people who sing. So you're right, because I wanted to just have for all of us, you know, for all yeah. classical musicians, Africans, you know, and my view of African is pretty broad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not just Africans living in Africa, people who are first generation immigrants, second generation, you know, if you basically have a grandparent, one grandparent who's an African national or even half of an African national yeah. or an African, you know what I mean? You know, so in my, in my view, so I want it to be as broad as possible, you know? So, so yeah, so that's, that's a great thought too. And thank yeah. you too for being that light for so many others, you know. Yeah. And those that are listening is interested. And look, tap into her, man. Yeah. She's good. She's bright. She's brilliant. And I'm telling you, her energy is transferable. It, it is. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. Your smile, man. I love it. Thank I love you. It. Thank continue, you. Thank continue you. to do that for for the world. It heals people being that way. And like you say, encourage people as well. It does. Well, what would yeah. you say um, throughout your years of uh, finding yourself and building building yourself to be an example to impact people? What would you say would would be something that you can give back to people in words that will basically say when they see Chichi Inu, uh-huh. right? Inu, uh-huh. say, "Hey, I know her by this is who I see her." These two letter words. Two okay, letter words. Um, I'm hoping to for people to see my joy and to see my exuberance, you yeah. know? Um, <laughs> and I guess my enthusiasm. So like it's three words, you know, I gotta add, you know? So yeah, so joy, <laughs> enjoy enthusiasm, exuberance, you know? Um, 
opera has this and even classical music has a reputation of being very like so serious and so elitist and so yeah. you know you dress up and I love to dress up you know I love the glam I'm dressed up now because I love it you know but um it's really you know it's I want people to see the joy I want people to see the exuberance the enthusiasm that I have like this is fun you know it's entertaining it's fun it's joyful you know um so I want that to translate to people and I guess accessible too. I can't pick two words. <laughs> I added three more, but like, yeah. So joy, enthusiasm, exuberance, accessibility, you know, fun. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, what, what is your favorite type of opera? Is this different types? Ooh, there are different What is your types. favorite type of opera? Well, I tend to like, you know, a co- like a couple kinds, but I like, of course, Italian opera. Um, mm. And um, I'm not a big fan of modern opera so far. Like, there are some modern operas coming up that I see, but, you know, some, I, like, oh, like the music, I'm like, eh, I like really melodic, <laughs> yeah. melodic music. Um, so I do like Italian opera. I love the Italian language. Um, so um, I love Puccini, like La Boheme is, is by Puccini. Um, Mozart also did some great Italian operas as well. Mm-hmm. He really did. You know, um, I don't know. There are quite a few operas by composers of color that I need to educate myself on. They're by black composers and African composers. So hopefully when I educate myself on those operas um, that I'm just finding out about, I can actually get some more favorites as well. Um, and then um, I also like operas that are for children. I think they're fun. Like one of my favorite yeah. operas is Hansel and Gretel. And it's, you know, it's technically a children's opera in German, but it's so fun. It's so fun. I mean, I like operas like they're for children and really just fun, you know? So, yeah. 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 That, yeah, that, yeah. that to me, I think opera is like, it gives, if, if you can enjoy opera, and I feel like everybody can if they open their ears and listen, mm-hmm. right? Because so many people are so focused on their beat. Opera yes. is all of that. It's the, it, it's the beat, it's the melody, it's the story. Yes. Right? And, yes. and I'm like you, I don't really, I don't really know the names. I can know there's a different types, mm-hmm. different languages. I don't really like the angry ones that much. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like the angry ones. I, I, I like, cause I'm so stuck in like, what? What is the story about again? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, he's so angry. I don't, I don't like the notes. I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do like the romance ones. Yeah. I like the catty ones, the sassy yeah. ones. Those are fun. Yeah, mm-hmm, you have the way you said the very theatrical ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're like the the producers and the sets of like like movies. The people that they do movies and want to do movies and acting. I think mm-hmm. if you learn opera, you can do movies. Yes, and, yes. Yeah, because yes. you're always on stage. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like that they're characters and you you really make up the scene of it. You know, mm-hmm. with the people you have. And so that's that's though it's a th- it's theater class. It's theater, exactly. It's theater class. It's theater. You see, it's acting with some. You know, you learn how to sing, but really, I my approach to opera is from the words and from the acting. You know, yeah. um, it's not like singing first. It's like no, I'm telling a story. I'm communicating something, and then you know I need to learn how to do it in a good way and sing. But it's not about oh, I'm so listen to my pretty voice. You know that. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't like to get into that too much. It's not good for my <laughs> ego. <laughs> no, it's not good for your ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to communicate. It's about other people, like telling a story, communicating, speaking in my speaking words in my mind. You know, um, not like oh, my voice is so pretty. Oh my god, <laughs> like yeah, no. What yeah. would you say was the was the hardest 
type of opera that you had to do but it challenged you a little bit oh god <laughs> um let's see like i think i would speak okay it what challenges like i i won't speak in whole operas because i haven't done that many whole operas but i will speak in like various songs that i've done um so stuff in french i tend to str struggle with french um no french any french speakers i love the french language but I, you know i'm of course i'm not fluent you know i i just i have a hard time like also your technique you like there are ways you you have to speak and sing and then nasal vowels and all of that stuff and i'm just like oh this is hard you know <laughs> so um, so i tend to struggle more with french like um for me there are people who are like french is my number one so for me like it's more like italian of course english and actually german i love to sing yeah. german it's gorgeous i love to sing in german like so i still struggle but it's a different kind of struggle because i like i enjoy it so much but i tend to struggle a bit more with french so i need to like keep working on that and just kind of like go that fear or whatever i have of french that one would i say will be my favorite one too german when yeah. i was in um when I was in college and it was yeah. doing all type of songs. Yeah. The way makers do the songs that was written in German, I liked those a lot better. Yes. Um, I didn't, I was like, well, I liked it Italian. Like I said, I liked the ones for Italian. I did like the French, um, um, but that's that's the Louisiana blood. So I, oh, yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. I like, I like the French, you know, so I was like, French actually- beautiful, I love the it language. It is, love <laughs> yeah. language and I actually, uh, learned it in school and I took it in college too so it was like I knew a little bit about French and I liked it yeah. but um it I don't let me see which one Spanish I didn't really like the ones that was in Spanish I felt like it was, it was too fast mm. to me I felt like it's too fast I like German more slowed down it's not as fast as the Spanish ones mm -hmm. and Italian they they sing the, the language of love so it's always about oh, yeah. nine times out of ten about love uh -huh, um, uh -huh. yeah, so yeah, yeah. I liked it that I didn't really like the fast one the Spanish one that okay it was too fast for you okay, it was too okay. fast for me yeah well there are definitely different kinds of Spanish songs um and you know and they're different you know um so i will shout out because i i love to follow them latina women in opera they have yeah, yeah they have you know and there's if, if you want to learn about you know um classical music and opera in spanish like follow latina women in opera and there's also a podcast so there's a lots of you know for people okay. if you might not like if it's too if their certain songs are too fast there are other songs that are slower and different and I want to learn some stuff in Portuguese as well. Oh my God, I love Portuguese. It's gorgeous, like gorgeous. Portuguese yeah, too. I love it. gorgeous. So, so yeah. So I would, you know, shout out Latina women in opera. Um, and I cannot remember the name of the podcast, but Latina women in opera. Um, you can find out about the, the podcast from there. That will l let you know about like Latin American um, songs. Um, okay, songs. I'm definitely yeah, yeah. tapping into that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, well, yeah. what would you say was hard about being? Nigerian and wanted to sing opera. Well, <laughs> um, I, like I said, I got a little bit of pushback from my family. And I don't think, this is the thing about my parents. My parents, I think, wanted me to really succeed in opera, but I think mm. they wanted me to succeed like now. <laughs> like, yeah. now, weren't you at the Met? And I'm like, what? You know, so I, I think 
me and my many detours <laughs> and finding myself there was um there was maybe some impatience on their part and yeah i gotta give them credit i look i don't think i gave them a lot of security because i was all over the place for a really long time but um i think um yeah i think um just this idea that there are certain things that nigerians do you know like i said doctor lawyer engineer accountant mm-hmm. you know business person teacher is mm-hmm. fine you know priest or nun is fine but like opera singer is not <laughs> in that is not in that so there's this feeling i had like and that i wouldn't make any money i'd be poor i couldn't send money back to my like i would just be poor and you know right. useless you know so so um so some of it came from my family some of it came from my culture just some of it just came from my own fear and um so that was hard that was hard you know and, I think if I had been a child prodigy, that would have been easier because from the get-go, I would have been, you know, doing it. But yeah. I am not a child prodigy. <laughs> not. So um, I think, yeah, I'm like the opposite. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. But again, I thought that was, that was your journey that it took you to get here and being, yeah. to be so humble about it and be yeah. so so happy, you know. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. to be able to go through it and understand it. So that, that encouraged people that are listening right now, they're yeah. t- tapping in. They're like, yo, this is giving me encouragement to keep pushing through. So please keep put like, don't give up because, you know, I did have something in me that helped me keep going. And there were times I did stop singing, but I always picked it back up, you know, because I could not because I knew I would regret it. So I just have to keep going forward. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, I want to know, I've I've been in opera. Why is it the most, probably the most strictest music ever why yeah I, you know that is a very good question i so the training has a lot to do with it i think you know my guess my guess is the training has a lot to do with it um okay. you know if you're like the songs you know to be able to really healthily healthily sing a song <laughs> you know you like sing a, a operatic aria and yeah. sing the aria but also play the role in an opera so you're talking two hours three hours of like possible singing you know like depending on what role you have you need some serious training you know so the training is rigorous otherwise you can and people have hurt yourself you know um and you know have vocal difficulties and challenges and i mean it happens in pop music too but you know it's really like you can't even really do what you need to do without the training um so the training is pretty um, rigorous excuse me and then opera is just expensive (laughs) to put on like it's expensive to really do it justice you know to put on an opera put on a production and do it justice so all of that you know and i think like in the u.s because we don't have an opera tradition like you know it came from europe really i think you know Mm. there's not there's just less opportunity so there's more competition you know and it's it's, yeah so it's also all like less opportunity more competition it's expensive takes all these all these years of training (laughs) you know there's of course politics and then you know people you know um it's kind of like a non-profit world and right you know there's a larger issue with the arts in general not getting funding so it's like all of that you know um so yeah so it's it's, i think it's all of that it makes it like Mm. this rigorous thing that you're trying to do um but yeah the training i think is a big part of it yeah, that means like anything you do have have risk. You know, yes, you want to be everybody. like say you want to be a singer. It's a risk to losing your voice or mm-hmm. having to stop singing because of your voice. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, my brother, my brother used to be a really good singer, and now to this day, he, he still sings. He's still a really good singer, um, but he can't go to certain ranges because he would he would damage his vocal cords. I know, um, for as a child, we was about seven, mm-hmm. and we would sing travel with my auntie and my family. They would sing choirs, wow, church, nice. and he he damaged his vocal cords, and then they told him he had to stop talking so much and singing. Yeah. Um, either he was gonna lose it. So about a year, he went to not really yelling. Like every time he had to keep him from getting mad, keep him from screaming because his voice, vocal cords were that getting that thing. And that was, you know, but he's able, even now, able to sing and find his own different way of singing. So I was like, that's at least you still get to do what you like to do. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah exactly. So yeah, that's, that's cool. That training is for to help you not get hurt, to learn how to use your body so you don't damage yourself. But it takes a lot. It's a lot of dedication to anything you decide to do. So look, yeah. that's why you always got to have positive energy. Yes, because positive it's transferable. energy. Yeah, look, y'all going to definitely tap into my girl, Chi-Chi Anu, man. She's out here and she's she's killing the opera world. I mean, <laughs> I listened to the original. Uh-huh. Uh, I cannot say the name of the song that you I'm did. Not gonna- I'm not going to butcher it. But I listened to the original and it was really dope. Yeah. Like, I was like, you sung it so great. Thank you. You sung it so great. So I was like, I would never know. Like, I thought it was yours until you told me the name. And I was like, oh, let me go actually look it up and listen to it. I'm like, hold on. This is crazy. (laughs) It sounded so good. So y'all got to tap into her song. Let them know what it is again so I don't butcher it. I'm Uh, sure. It's um, Quando Menvo. It's from the opera mm -hmm. La Boheme. And I will say another name for it. People call it Musetta's Waltz. So I guess that's the English. Yeah, Musetta's Waltz. Because it's in... It's a waltz form, like yeah, waltz is one, two, three times. So yeah, so Quando Menvo or Musetta's waltz from the opera okay. La Boheme. Hey, y'all hey. go tap into it. Look, listen to it. Yeah, you know, go follow her on all social media platforms. Please follow Look, me. <laughs> talk to her. Get a get some in, some energy from her. She's full of light, man, y'all. It was definitely wonderful. Not only just being able to share this platform and feature you as artists of the week. But be able to hear your voice, just yeah. see your face, and let yeah. everybody tap in who Chi Chi Anu is, man. Thank before, you. Hey, always, before we get off, I want you to be able to leave your last verse. And then when people get off this podcast and they think about Chi Chi Anu, they're like, you know what? She left me with this, and I can't get that out of my mind, you know? Yeah, just like yeah, your smile. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I guess what I would say is um, keep going. Not alone you're not alone you know if there's something that you're trying to do keep going and you know I really I'm spiritual so whatever you believe in you know whether it's God the universe whatever ask it for help you know yeah. ask your support network for help you know um, you're not alone just keep going you know and you are enough you are enough you are enough I always say that man so just hear you say that Give more motivation that y'all know that look, there's people around the world, no matter where they are, they're from Nigeria, they're from yeah. Africa, they're from UK, they're from down the road, they're from yes. Italy. Look, just know there's all these people around the world doing the same thing, if not on the same path you are, letting you know that you're not alone. So yes. I'm always proving you God that you're not alone. Not on alone. PEG podcast. Yay. Hey, look, out here with my girl, TTA New. Passing out passion and love, man. We love y'all. If nobody tell y'all today, tomorrow, or even yesterday that they love y'all, 
Yes. Know that Char loves you. Yes. Titi loves Titi you. loves you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and look, hey, we encourage you guys to continue to live to inspire. And we'll see y'all next time for Artists of the Week on the PEG Podcast, y'all. PEG. Yeah. PEG yeah. Podcast. <laughs> hey, I love it. <laughs>